Begin to notice your breath. Don't change it. Only notice it. Notice any sensations in your body without feeling judgment or the need to alter them. And take a second to breathe through a moment of calm. Now take an intentional deep breath in and exhale all the chaos. I'm Sanjoria Sidnor, a yoga mama, your host, and owner of Our Families Doing Yoga. I invite you to join me for tea as we explore topics involving parenting, families, health, and well-being. You can't pour from an empty cup, so prepare to fill yours. You're listening to Tea with a Yoga Mama. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Tea with a Yoga Mama. I'm Sanjoria Sidnor, and I'm back with another cup of tea. A simple black tea from my local grocery store. It's nothing special, but it's giving me the energy I need today to get through these winter blues. Let's get into today's topic about sensory overload and moms. Have you ever felt so overwhelmed that you couldn't organize your thoughts? Maybe you felt the need to cry and wasn't sure why. Maybe you felt so mentally drained that all you could do was take a nap. That's what sensory overload feels like for me. Sensory overload is the overstimulation of one or more of your five senses. It's when the brain receives too much information to properly interpret, prioritize, and or process it. And it generally feels exactly like that. Like my head will explode if I give it anything else to store. I often have a headache, feeling drained, and just not really good. Things that may provoke overstimulation include crowded spaces, traffic, temperature, light, strong smells, tactile clothing, loud sounds like crying children, physical touch, and those last three that I named are huge for me. Symptoms can range from discomfort, anxiety, clothing and texture sensitivities, irritability, the inability to focus, and insomnia. I identify most with sensitivity to auditory, physical touch, and tactile inputs. Working from home, I often have to focus my attention on an email, a report, and it's sometimes a phone call. And I really try to avoid phone calls due to my environment. (laughs) In addition to work duties, my mind is always brainstorming ways to be impactful as a wellness advocate and an entrepreneur while tending to the needs of young children in the midst of these major responsibilities. Examples, I'm working on my computer or let's say there's a Zoom call. In the middle of the Zoom call, you hear, I need you to wipe the booty (laughs) or I'm hungry or knocking on the door that just keeps getting louder because I'm trying to ignore it. But It's just going to not go away. No wonder why I find it so difficult to complete daily tasks during peak hours. 
And the term touched out, that is in a foreign language to most moms. And I have indeed experienced the need to not be touched. Let's say I'm breastfeeding the baby, which we have fully weaned and we're done. So hopefully we're past that transition in our lives. But I'm just taking you back a little bit, just maybe a couple of months back. But breastfeeding the baby and the toddlers there wanting to lay on your lap or touch you in any kind of way. And even the dog is laying at your feet wanting to feel you. Then my husband comes in and just being a wonderful husband and just wanting to be near his wife also wants to touch you. And at this point, it's like, please, please, nobody touch me. And you love every person and you know that one day you're going to really appreciate these times. But right now you're overstimulated and it is okay to feel that way. I also struggle with clothing and usually wear the least amount required. So that means I'm partially naked most of the time and I don't do well in the winter when layers are usually required. As a child, my mom would force me to wear turtlenecks and I remember how uncomfortable I felt all day. She gets it now and she no longer buys me form-fitting clothing unless the material is soft and light. But even now, I feel like I'm suffocating every time I wear a sexy pair of skinny jeans or true leggings to size. And I know I'm a yoga teacher that doesn't love leggings, but I have a few for those days that I want to tough it out and be cute. Lately, I find myself highly sensitive to noise. The constant calling of my name, tattling, biggering, questions, high-pitched singing of Disney songs, let it go. (sighs) Musical instruments are big in our house and loud toys can just quickly become too much. When I had one child, the noises weren't so intense, but with three, it's a lot. What really blows my mind is how most of us have lived our lives trying to adapt to things that we had no understanding of, which pretty much meant that we weren't able to adapt. So as an adult working in classrooms with students that displayed sensory challenges, it helped me to identify and understand my own aversions. And I took notes from occupational and physical therapists, and that helped me personally. It also helps me as a parent. I'm able to better parent my child who also has sensory concerns because I'm, one, able to relate, and two, I'm able to use the techniques that I learned to help support her. And honestly, a lot of the times... We could just skip it. Let me give you an example. My daughter, she doesn't like to wear underwear. And I've tried different sizes and different styles. And this might be too much information. But as an adult, I also don't care for them. But I've learned to adjust. So she sometimes struggles with loud noises. And she can be as loud as she wants. But those are some of her sensory challenges. 
And sensory overload can be similar in children or it can be different. And in kids, it often looks like unwanted behavior. And it can be caused by several conditions like ADHD, autism, Down syndrome, sensory processing disorder, or simply a young child with a developing brain. So a typical child. So maybe you're wondering how yoga helps. How does mindfulness and yoga help, right? Well, yoga teaches us to be present and mindful by noticing and even asking ourselves questions about our body, our breath, and our mind. And when we use yoga as a tool to relax, it reserves the energy in our body and it resets our nervous system, which is overloaded by life. Using mindfulness and meditation, these techniques are self-calming tools. Mindfulness requires us to be aware of the present. And when we focus on the present, we become more aware of how our bodies feel. Our comforts and our discomforts are more noticeable. And it allows us to recognize our sensory sparkers and our responses to the stimuli. Since meditation often uses breath as an anchor, when I begin to feel overwhelmed, my breath keeps me grounded or it helps me regain control. And there are plenty of times that I feel out of control. Sometimes I even feel inadequate because I see women around me doing so much bearing heavy loads and carrying them so well. I often wonder what is wrong with me. And that is something that I struggle with. Like, am I wired so differently that I don't measure up? But then I try to remind myself that my anxiety and my sensory sensitivities are what helped create many of the characteristics that I love about myself. They're also the reason I manifested this life that I enjoy so much. So it can't be all bad. If you are experiencing any of the mentioned symptoms, I encourage you to talk to your healthcare practitioner as I am not a medical expert. But in the meantime, give mindfulness and meditation a try. Your mind and body will thank you. You can check out our latest YouTube video. It also, maybe maybe you can get some support there. We have a YouTube video that shows five restorative poses to help reset your parasympathetic, I love that word, parasympathetic nervous system. Another way to encourage a reset is just a deep sigh. Simply breathe in deeply through your nose and exhale with an open mouth and loud sigh, like so. It feels good to release. For today's herb, I offer you this quote by Maya Angelou. If you are always trying to be normal, you will never know how amazing you can be. And as a quote from that playlist that I mentioned last episode, go bravely, mamas. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and encourage you to check out our YouTube channel, Our Families Doing Yoga, for simple beginner-friendly yoga videos for the entire family. You can also connect with us on social media. And until the next time, remember, just like tea, we show our strength in hot water.